1450 WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. It is Kale and Company. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive. They're located at 124 Storage Street in Concord. You can call them right now, make an appointment at 603-225-7988, weedfamilyautomotive.com. And uh, if you follow this show at all, you know we like to uh, feature some musical performers uh, from time to time on the program. And joining me on this edition of Kale and Company is a pop music artist from the uh, Boston area, Antonia. Antonia, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing uh, very, very well. A pleasure to meet you. And uh, let's get started. Let's get down to basics. How old are you? I am 14 years old. 14 years old and a very accomplished musician. Uh, I understand you, you're playing the guitar today, but uh, you also play the piano as well, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah, very well. So uh, how, how long have you been uh, performing? Um, I have been performing, I mean, since I was probably like five. Yeah. I mean, I've always done talent shows, done musicals. I've been in operas. I've, you know, whenever I have a chance to perform, I do it, so. So uh, you have been uh, all over the map in terms of uh, musical endeavors. Uh, so uh, what what operas uh, or opera have you been in? I have been in. I'm actually doing one right now, but I've been in La Boheme, wow. Tosca, The Turn of the Screw, and now I'm in a German opera called Bozik. Wow. Now, now, where do you perform? Um, all over New Hampshire and Massachusetts, but for the operas, usually in Boston. But I'll also be performing at Carnegie Hall for. Carnegie this, Hall. Yeah, this coming opera, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Carnegie Hall already. Next step will be the Met, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is very very impressive. What what about some of the uh, some of the uh, musicals that you've been in? So, I did um in my elementary school, I did all the musicals. So, I did The Little Mermaid, I was Ursula in that. Uh-huh. I did Beauty and the Beast, I was Mrs. Potts. I did The Music Man and I was Eulalie. I also was in a choir all through middle school and elementary school, and I did Peter Pan, in which I was Peter Pan, and I did several other like musicals with that group, yeah. Also very impressive. Uh, unbelievable. I, I, I can't imagine having that much talent, you know? And uh, when, when did you discover that, that, that you had this ability? Well, yeah, um, from a young age, I've my dad has implemented that all the children in my family learn piano i think uh-huh. i mean it's a, like a basic for all music if you want to continue with that career path you know and so from a young age i was always like playing around with a piano playing around with guitars around my house you know singing with my dad he honestly i think fueled a lot of the inspiration within me because he used to play piano and i would sing and so and i realized you know like i really love doing this and i think fourth grade is when i started to actually learn guitar and started to really start write songs and you know i was like this is what i want to do you know i love this so much and it's wow yeah so you think you want to do this uh, for a lifetime oh yeah for sure yeah. ah terrific yeah. terrific well it's great to have you with us here today and i you you write your own material correct yes I do. wow <laughs> your, your talents are endless <laughs> Thank they, you. they they really and truly are so uh, tell us about uh, your inspiration who do you listen to uh you know as, as a young performer 14 years old uh, who do you listen to? I actually, I listen to everything. I mean, I listen to the 60s, the 80s music. I listen to 2000s. I listen to modern music. I listen to rap, pop, 
soul, blue, jazz, rock, you know, like, I mean, honestly, everything. I think I'm, I've, most of my inspiration for my own songs has come from more like pop singers and like Lord, Adele, Sam Smith, you know, like more songwriter singers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I've, I've been raised listening to like all different types of music. All genres, yeah. huh? Yeah. Well, that is, that is terrific. Antonia is with us from the, uh, from the Boston area and, uh, but spends considerable time here in the state of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. What do you like to do here? I mean, other than uh, sing and perform. Um, first of all, the hiking is awesome. Yeah. I love hiking. Yeah. love skiing. I do a lot of biking and swimming and cross-country skiing, you know. All the sports up here mostly, yeah. And I mean, I just love the contrast between living in the city and also being able to come up here to the country and, you know, experience a different lifestyle. The, the best of all possible worlds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear you sing. I, I know our audience does as well. So uh, what are you going to play for us? I'm going to play a song that's actually on my EP, which is on Spotify and Apple Music called Three Minutes Older. It's called Not Over You. Not Over You. Antonia right here on WKXL. Sitting here, days feel like hours I'm sick of tears Ripping the flowers you gave to me You said you'd never leave I guess you were lying Your name is crossed like it never existed a love we lost a plot that untwisted like a bird with no song i no longer belong guess we had nothing shouldn't have cried when you But I was so through and I guess I'll admit I'm not over you It just hurt me inside Cause I had no clue Not over you When you Life was so careless, but now my world's upside down Afternoon showers rain down on me Oh, I can barely breathe I'm barely breathing Shouldn't have cried when you left But I was so through and I guess I'll admit I'm not over you It just hurt me inside Cause I had no clue Not over you
You cheated me and yet There's not much I regret I gave everything and I'd do it again And now that you're with her We haven't said a word You'll be blinded Like we were Shouldn't have cried when you left I was so through, alone and bereft I'm not over you It was such a surprise Cause I had no clue Not over you mm, Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful song, beautiful lyric, melody. And voice, <laughs> all, all three of them uh, combined. Is that uh, based on true life experiences or? Uh, uh, no, no, actually. To- totally fabricated. <laughs> yeah, fab- it was a, kind of a made up story, I guess. Uh, so. A made up story? Well, I guess that's where most songs, I, I would think, uh, come from. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, a very, very nice sound there, Antonia. Thank you. And uh, now you are a member of Voices Boston. Yes. And yes. what what is that? Um. So it's a children's choir. I'm actually not a part of it anymore. Oh, okay. So it's it's um it's kindergarten kindergarten through eighth grade. Oh, okay. And I'm a ninth grader. You're now, ninth but, grade. Yes, okay. but I still do some productions with them. But so it's a it's a children's choir, and basically you have like a ton of performances, I guess, and it allows you to perform in several different operas and musicals. I mean. Voices Boston is really what connected me to all the performances that I've done and really made me who I am today. You know, it's and it, not only is it just like a place for kids to go and learn how to sing and to be in a community, but you know, all my closest friends have come from this, you know, group of singers. So it's just like a very great community of singers. Yeah. So you perform at various venues in the Boston area. Yeah, yeah. So we we rehearse, you know, choral pieces and then. Yeah, we perform them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, terrific. Now, where else have you uh, performed? I have done many different like pubs and bars mm-hmm. across New Hampshire and Massachusetts, and a lot of like performing venues. Performed in Waterville Valley, Thornton. I performed in uh, I forget the name of the town, but yeah. But but I mean, at fourteen, you're a seasoned performer already. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and now you're on this show. So so there you go. There's there's another. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another credit you can add. Uh, but uh, you, you sound terrific. And uh, is any of your music uh, available online? Yes. Um, you can search up my EP. It's called Three Minutes Older by Antonia. And it's on, I think, almost any streaming platform. And I have about five songs on the EP that you can listen to. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that That is terrific. And all written by you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Music and lyrics. Yes, yeah. That just blows me away. I don't know what I was doing at 14, but it certainly wasn't that. Uh, and, uh, and and I did take piano lessons as a kid, too, but I, I didn't stay with it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't stay with it. I, I did other things and uh, regret that now. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't love practicing piano, but, you know, I know yeah. it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. Oh, a- absolutely. So you played the guitar, the uh, piano, anything else? I used to play trombone. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I played the recorder in yeah. like third grade. Yeah. 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 Very good. Yeah. So do you have another one for us? Yeah. And it's um, called? This one is called Square One. Square One. Oh, that's a mall in the Boston area. Oh, it? is it? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's Saugus. Yeah. It's probably not about that. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. 
Here's Antonia and Square One right here on WKXL. I lost my voice in the midst of the commotion Haven't found it since you dropped it in the ocean Threw out the key And now I'm losing me too And when you buy me another little present I realize that you'll never learn your lesson No matter what you buy me doesn't mean I like you too Cause how could I forget that look in your eyes Telling me about how you will ruin my life Now I'm scared Mm -hmm. of you You say you've changed, but we're right back at square one I may be blonde, but why are you threatened when I'm not dumb? I'm just a teen, please let me be alone And this house echoes, I hear every word you say I'm not blind to your immature ways, oh please grow up I'm just so done How could I forget that look in your eyes Telling me about how you will ruin my life Now I'm scared of you You threw me on the floor I don't care anymore You say that you love me But I know that loving ain't this easy But now what do I do? I'm only crying because of you When you're supposed to be the one That loves me no matter what Now what do I do? How could I forget that look in your eyes Telling me about how you will ruin my life Now I'm scared of you Square one. Wow. Our studio audience like that as well (laughs) here at uh, WKXL. Antonia is with us for a little while longer and uh, just a fascinating uh, young artist. When did you start writing songs? I would say when I was like six, probably. Yeah. So you're you're an old pro now. You've been doing it for like eight years. Yeah, I have a ton of old journals of like all my... My poems that I used to turn into songs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and and words and music when you were six or just, just lyrics? Yeah, well, yeah. I am I mean, I remember I used to drive a lot when I was younger, you know, going from New Hampshire yeah. to yeah. Um, Boston. And in those car rides, I would like the whole two hours, I would just be rhyming. I would just like keep on like singing and talking and just 
like constantly rhyming different words and like writing songs that whole time, basically. So you and, kept everybody entertained, anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> and annoyed, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, it, it's all turned out very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, how do you see your future? Uh, I mean, I know you want to be, uh, you know, a singer, uh, actress. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your ultimate dream? What would you like to do? I really hope. I want to be, like, known for my music, you know? Mm. I mean, firstly, I'd like to be able to just support myself by performing. I know that's, like, an issue in itself, but I'd like people to recognize me for my music, and I'd like to make a change with my music. I know, like, music is a very powerful thing, and I think it can connect with so many people, and I want to be able to use that to help, you know, change the world, as cliche as it might sound. No, I mean, music is the universal language, as they say, so uh, I I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Antonia is our guest, and how about one more? Can you do one more for us? Um, This song is called One Day, and I actually wrote this um, during lockdown. It's about COVID, yeah, and just like how I was feeling. This is also on my EP, Three Minutes Older. I don't know where my life's gone I feel like everything has stopped Sick of turning all the lights on Cause the darkness is a lot It's hard to think about the good times When everything feels so lost But we gotta keep our hearts strong Cause right now it's all we got One day we'll look back on this all And remember how it was really this Difficult to not be with each other Search and discover And love one another Toss and turn and no, I can't sleep Something's keeping me awake Maybe it's all the memories In my head from better days Thinking back on all the lifetimes We've been running in this race We have to find out what's important now And not just leave it up to fate One day we'll look back on this all And remember how it was really this Difficult to not be with each other Search and discover And love one another And I know we'll find a way Someday, someday And I know we'll be okay Just wait, just wait No need to be afraid We all feel the same way Just wait And one day we'll look back on this all And remember how it was really this Difficult to not be with each other Search and discover 
love one another. Wow, that is wonderful. And uh, called One Day about uh, COVID. And uh, Antonia, I'm just blown away by uh, your presence and your performance. And we know we'll see a lot of big things out of you in the future without question. Thank you question. so much. You're so welcome. And uh, thanks for joining us today. And how can people find your material again? Um, I have a website, actually. You okay. can search up Antonia, A-N-T-O-N-I-A-music.com. And it will give you the links to all my songs and all my performances if you want to check that out fabulous where, where are you going to be next um actually on sunday i believe i have a performance in laconia i guess okay Mill. okay yeah. very good sunday afternoon yeah. outstanding well thanks for being with us today much thank appreciated you. thank you thanks for, for making me. the trip and uh, we will continue here on uh, kale and company 1450 WKXL 1039 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. And we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, and they're located at 124 Store Street in Concord. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company at 1450 on the AM dial, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. And now for something completely different on uh, Kale and Company, we uh, bring on the one and only Dr. Barry Taylor. Dr. Barry, how are you today? I am well, sir. How are you? Yeah, I, I bet you don't have the voice of Antonia. Oh, boy. She has the voice of an angel. She's 14 years old, Dr. Barry. Fourteen. Oh, God bless her. What were you I doing couldn't. when you were fourteen, other than eating all kinds of bad food? Oh my God! <laughs> yes, oh, God. fourteen years old. Fourteen years old. I was probably thirty or forty uh, pounds overweight. Me too. I, At I, least I had the I had the confidence of a, a, a small ant. Um, God, I was feeling really left out. I mean, good for her for feeling so confident to bring her voice into the world. I mean, that's, that's uh, kudos to her. Yeah, very very accomplished uh, singer-songwriter at the age of 14, Dr. Barry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, but at any rate, yeah. we have some ground to cover here and a little over 20 minutes to do it on Kale and Company. Oh, and uh, I know, I know we have a lot to pack I'm, in, but I know you can do it. I have confidence in you. And, I'm uh, going to speak every other word. I'm not going to speak every other it. word. We'll we'll fill in the others. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the author of "Love Your Body: Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing." The revised edition is out. It has been for now uh, a couple of years, anyway. Dr. Barry mm -hmm. Taylor and uh, Dr. Barry. Today we're going to uh, uh, talk about learning from anxiety: how to be creative and calm in the face of feeling anxious. And I think a lot of people are feeling mm. anxious these days for sure. many reasons. Oh, you know, before this morning's news, or maybe we could really read the tea leaves in the last week, you know, you and I have been talking over the last many, many months, because it's been more than a year, about this, uh, how to frame COVID. You know, how do we take, what, what, what could be the kernel of wisdom that we might, be able to glean from COVID and, you know, and so
some ways different than the physical tips that you and I have talked a lot about, different than vaccinations or not getting vaccinations and our jokes about elderberry, which, by the way, I need your address because I have an elderberry gift I must send you. Oh, well, I will give it to you. Lest we meet halfway and and we meet. Um, But different than the physical things like elderberry and supplements that we've talked about, you know, the, the whole idea of COVID being so unsettling to things that we could count on, things that we would take for granted, things that were... Um, you know, we maybe didn't appreciate because they were so much part of our routine. And now on the heels of maybe Omicron, you know, sorting itself out and maybe wearing less masks more or less times and, you know, to have things in another part of the world be so unsettled and and talks about people being killed and and. and Wow, there, there are, seems to be a lot of lessons for us human beings about how to deal with the unknown, how to feel, how to deal powerfully when we're feeling insecure and uneasy. Um, you know, whether it's physical threats, like the threat of war, or just feeling the threat of somebody not listening to us, or the threat of not having enough money, or the threat of getting sick, and maybe not having control of cancer or COVID. Um, thanks for... Inviting me. So all, you are, are all of the about, above. All of the above, yeah. right? At, at this yeah. uh, stage of our lives, yes. Uh, with yeah. so much uh, trouble going on in the world these days, our economy being what it is at this time, the, just just the anxiety of going to the gas pump and filling well, up your car. This gas is going to be there if there's if they haven't run out. You know, like if you were in Ukraine this morning, there might not be gas at the gas station. There might not be money at the ATM. So, I mean, this habitual sense of either having mild or moderate or severe dread, you know, this deep, deep sense of insecurity as a backdrop, uh, like it's a default. And and there are some people who clearly don't have a whole lot of uh, experience of anxiety. But you and I have talked, you know, that over the last many, many months, over the last year or two, one of the downsides of COVID is that people who haven't been anxious now have mild, moderate anxiety. People, because of coming from an alcoholic family or being in marriages where somebody cheated or being in a life where you got fired and you didn't have enough money or just having to deal with a lot of losses and how to integrate and metabolize all those feelings, you know, that there are a lot of people who had, you know, just maybe mild, moderate anxiety, and now part of their life is, you know, there's this undercurrent of being worried a lot, you know, just not really knowing what they can count on. So um, thanks for letting you and I talk a little bit about, um, first, you know, what is anxiety? Uh, Physically, you know, your heart might beat a little bit faster. You might have an increased pulse, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, you might have a difficult focusing or concentrating, maybe, maybe not. You might have sweaty. Remember, we're talking about mild, moderate. Anxiety doesn't have to be panic attacks. You know, there's a whole range of somebody being irritable or somebody being uh, critical. Anxious doesn't mean like, oh, I'm afraid. I mean, you know, I grew up in a family where as loving um, as my mother was, uh, bless her, she's gone, 
she, I don't think once in my life she ever said, I'm anxious. Her anxiety showed up by, by, by being hypercritical. So there are people who live with a, seeing the life as half full as that's their context. That, that, that's their perception. The glass is not half full. The glass is half empty. And they're more oriented to <clears throat> looking at unworkability. There's a way that their negative assessments are kind of turned up a lot. And underneath that a lot can be a sense of insecurity and anxiety, a sense of not knowing, which they haven't felt safe enough to identify. Sometimes anxiety affects sleep, getting asleep, staying asleep. Sometimes it's about not being motivated. Sometimes mm, anxiety could be related to a depression. But anxiety, for our listeners today, is different than feeling blue, blah, and depressed. Um, and when you look at somebody and you ask them, are, are you anxious, again, being personal, using my mom as an example, I don't think growing up as a kid or as a teenager, a young adult, if I ever said, hey, mom, are you feeling anxious? She had the bandwidth to say, yeah, I actually am. It's just not a reference. But when I look at a lot of people, a lot of my patients, friends, different people, who have a, a real fear of disapproval, or they're real unwilling to take risks. Uh, people, here's a good one, Ken. Can you think of sitting across from somebody and they're kicking their uh, foot all the time? They're mm. crossing and uncrossing their legs? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so restlessness, now again, that could be calcium, that could be magnesium, right? It could be, but somebody who's wound up and on edge sometimes takes a lot to maintain being cool and looking cool. Sometimes anxiety shows up as somebody's tired all the time because there's so much muscle tension. Their body feels tight. Hmm. You can have increased bowel activity. You could be constipated. You could have headaches. Uh, anxiety can be related to allergies. Listeners, that doesn't mean everybody with allergies has anxiety issues. But, but, but I'm um, orienting all of us in our listening. Uh, to realize that there are physical pieces of anxiety showing up in our life. And then, the, like, there's a real relationship between anxiety and one's immune system. Mm. And then there's the uh, emotional, mental aspects of feeling on edge. Um, not like your uh, 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 nervous system has to be like your eyes are darting, you know, like you're super high vigilant. But there are a lot of people. In most, when they're feeling more safe, you'll get a sense that they're really not relaxed. I mean, their default is they're still pretty vigilant. You know, meditation is hard, listening to music is hard, being quiet is hard. You know, if they're just sitting having to listen to their thoughts, it, it, that's, that's, not a, not, that's not an easy thing to do for anxious people because the thoughts are so unsettling. So what and, is uh, what is the best way to deal with it, Doctor Barry? Yeah, <laughs> that that's the million dollar question right there, and I want you I to ponder it. that. But we have to take a quick break, so we'll come back. Okay, and get, uh, get and, your pens and paper ready. Yes. We're going to go over a couple of tips. Indeed, yeah. uh, Doctor Barry Taylor is with us. He's the author of Love Your Body: Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing, right here on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com. 
Welcome back. It is Kale and Company, 1450 AM, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. Kale and Company presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord. Our guest today is the renowned Dr. Barry Taylor. He's the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing. We're talk- talking about anxiety today, and there's lots of that going around. And uh, Dr. Barry, what is the best way to deal with it? I think it might be a combination, Ken, as opposed to everyone should do this. You know, no one should do that. I, I have a couple of things that, that I've um, put together as a, you might want to consider the following, as opposed to everyone's got to do this. First thing I'd suggest is to, to, to start to give yourself permission to identify when you're feeling anxious. You know, do a body scan and, and to yourself say, or, you know, to somebody that makes you feel safe, like Ken Wood, his friends and his family, uh, you know, those of you listening have a friend. It doesn't have to be a lover. It could be a lover. You know, it doesn't have to be a priest in confession. But first thing I would say is say something to yourself like, I'm feeling unsettled. In other words, own it. You know, part of the difficulty is resistance causes persistence. So, you know, we have these judgments about, I'm, I'm not a good person if I feel this, or, you know, men don't feel anxious, or women don't get angry, or, you know, we have, some people have these belief systems. I think for some of us, the first step is to just own it and, and, and give yourself permission, this is a big step, to not make yourself wrong for what you're feeling. That's been undermined by so many times you have shared it with a mother or father or a lover or a friend or a cousin or a brother or sister. And then somebody says to you, why are you feeling that? You know, I don't feel that. Why are you? So you want to send somebody to therapy pretty quickly is ask them to justify why they're feeling what they're feeling. So the first thing is if you could parent yourself and listen to yourself with some compassion, the first thing is to just identify it. I'm feeling X. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling unsettled. I'm, fe- I'm worrying. Second thing might be to connect with some intention to calm yourself and keep yourself centered. Now, this takes some thoughtfulness, so it's very difficult when you're in the midst of mild, moderate, and then it gets very much harder if you're really taken, you know, you're swept away by mild, moderate anxiety, and now you're either near a panic attack or you're not going to have a panic attack, but it's not moderate anxiety. It's, it's, you know, you're, you're pretty involved. The word I use is you're hijacked. You know, you're really overtaken by the feeling. So some of this is good to discuss. You know, read the chapter in my book on trust and connect with the intention to, oh, yeah, what did I write down that I wanted to remind myself when I feel this way, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. So here are some things. One, you're going to ground yourself. Bring some energy. Bring your mind to the bottoms of your feet. Get an intention to anchor energy in your body. Anxiety is kind of up and out. You know, you're not feeling good in your body because there's so much unsettled. So now I'm asking somebody to focus on breathing slower. Stand up straight. Don't slump. You know, consciously slow your breathing down. If possible, go outside, you know, connect with a big rock, 
hold a rock in your hand, lean against the rock, lean against the tree, feel your feet on the earth. Not easy in the middle of a snowstorm, not easy in pouring rain. You know, the, the environment may not be completely conducive for you to do this. And it's very hard. If the anxiety is more than moderate and it's really got you going and your mind is spinning. But these are things that collectively, rather than just going, getting some Xanax, you know, the question is, what could we do to modulate ourselves if we see something coming, we see it coming later in the day, later in the week, what kinds of practices could we incorporate that might mitigate, there's our COVID word, Ken, that might mitigate our experience so that we're feeling we're, we're intending to experience more calm. Now, the paradox that I teach is if you're more calm, you're more centered, keyword centered. That doesn't mean the anxiety is gone. It could be. It's possible, right? That would be nice. But can you imagine the paradox where you actually are engaged in the process of centering and you're feeling anxious, which is very different than just fighting the anxiety? Right, just, 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 just you're, you're just lost in the anxiety. So paradoxically, one could feel your feet connected to the earth, feel yourself leaning against the rock or leaning against the tree, or noticing you're slowing your speech down, noticing you're consciously slow, slowing your thoughts down, and there still might be some anxiety going around. You're intending to inspire yourself. Inspiration is like to be in spirit. You're, you're not just motivating yourself, you're inspiring yourself to break a cycle where you're over-identified with all these thoughts. You're over-identified with this really uncomfortable set of what you're feeling. Here's one of my favorites, if you can. Can't always do this, Ken, but boy, it's Ken. Music, probably not Vivaldi uh, trumpets and probably not um, Aerosmith, as much as I like Stephen Tyler. You know, probably not Purcell trumpets. Uh, but something that you've listened to maybe before that is, you know, maybe it's Gregorian chant. Maybe it's some kind of new age music that resonates in the right key that when you've listened to it before, it calmed you. Some kind of walking or sitting meditation where you're again following step by step or sitting in a certain posture. So the three M's would be music, meditation, and the last one would be massage. Oh. Maybe you massage the bottoms of your feet, you know, let alone go and get a massage and somebody, you know, just feel somebody's hands in a non-sexual way, massaging your calves, massaging your low back, massaging your shoulders, massaging your neck, bringing your focus to your body and, quote, getting you out of your head. Last couple of things, Ken, is there are herbs instead of, you know, synthetic medications. Uh, there's a love your body formula called calming formula. It's theanine. It's an amino acid theanine. New age these days, lots of people selling all sorts of varieties and qualities of CBD oil. I'm sure you've heard of CBD. I have. Um, and there's another one called rhodiola, R-H-O-D-I-O-L-A, rhodiola is for an overwhelmed nervous system. Theanine in my Love Your Body Calming Formula, none of these are sedatives would get people tired. All of these would give the brain a time out 
to just feel more chill. So the difference between feeling calmer and being sedated. Uh, nutrients like high-potency B vitamins. There's a Love Your Body formula, Energy B. There's something I don't make in my Love Your Body supplement line called inositol powder. I use inositol a lot to get people off of Clonopin and Xanax. Uh, tasteless. You put it in water. And people take it one, two, three, four times a day. If they're going off medication, maybe they might need to go on medication. And for people with underlying anxiety uh, in an acute sense, and I don't have anxiety ongoingly, but boy, I'm in the middle of it now, or people who have a pattern and I'm teaching them how to reinvent a much more relaxed brain nervous state, inositol powder in fairly big doses, you use a teaspoon two, three, four times a day, um, that's a lot of inositol, uh, it's got to be in a powder, uh, is amazing to help anxiety. Well, Dr. Here's Barry, I have to break in. Oh, you have one last okay. thing? Okay. Have, one last thing. Yeah. Hugs. 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 Hug your pet. Honey just popped up, as I said that. Something to get oxytocin. To ask somebody to just hold you. You hold somebody, you know, that you're not alone. Have somebody whisper in your ear, I'm, I'm here for you. I've got my hand on your back. We're going to go through this together. You know, it, that just... Get that oxytocin going. A hug really is always good. Always good. For no matter More what, hugs, please. no matter what ails you. Dr. Barry, More hang hugs. in there. We'll be right back. Okay. Have to take a quick break here. It's Kale and Company on 1450 AM WKXL 1039 in the Capital Region 101.9 in the Manchester area, presented by Weed Family Automotive. Welcome back to Kale and Company. Our guest, Dr. Barry Taylor. We only have a couple of minutes left. It's been an interesting session with Dr. Barry, as it always is. And he'll be back soon on the program again, I certainly hope. But you know what I, I take away if you're if feeling anxious? You, you gave us the, the three M's earlier. So important. Music, meditation, and massage. So if you haven't learned anything else from our program today, think of the three M's. Music, right. meditation, massage. I would imagine if you're anxious, I mean, one of the things that is going to suffer would be sleep. Is yeah. that true? For many, yeah. yeah. And for many, some of the things that, you know, you and I just discussed are not easy because there are some people, um, you know, not making anybody right or wrong that, are, you know, can I please give you a hug? Or, you know, I don't want to use the word hug. Can, would you just hold me for a few moments? You know, I just need to be held. That's going to be very attractive. And then there are other people when they're feeling so separate, they're feeling so anxious. It's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Don't, don't touch. So it's, you know, uh, we're, we're all such different human beings. And I think a lot of us are very, very challenged by this overwhelming mood uh, that God in the most extreme sense is, people being threatened by war and bombs, and then others of us being threatened by not enough food, uh, uh, bad weather, you know, things break down in our home and we're scared about uh, machinery breaking down. It's, um, it's a challenge. And no I'm, I'm grateful that you allowed, you know, your listeners to just scratch their heads and think, what could I do as part of my lifestyle? 
that might allow me to feel more connected and grounded ongoingly. Mm -hmm. So I'm building up a reserve for those moments when I get really triggered. And know that you're not alone in that regard, for sure. And know that you're not alone. All right. And Ken and I will provide you with elderberry wine. No, I, that's, I, that's true. That's right. Ken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Barry, thank you as always. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Dr. Barry Taylor, author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing. Right here, it's Kalen Company on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com.